two. There we go. What up, ladies and gents? Happy Wednesday. It is a special showtime for the Business Bros Podcast. We got a good one here for you guys today. TikTok, ban on TikTok, growing on TikTok. Let's talk about all this stuff right here, right now. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business and social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Woo, ladies and gents, Jesus Corona is in the house. And let me tell you, he's been growing his, his uh, not his Instagram, I mean Instagram too, but TikTok is all the thing right now. Like it's a huge thing. So much, it's in national news. We got uh, we got the executive branch saying they're gonna ban them if we can't get a US company to buy them. And all the while, it doesn't matter what's going on in politics, people are still enjoying all that time on TikTok. Jesus, welcome to the program, man. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about your TikTok career. What's going on over there? Yeah. So, oh man, where do you even start with TikTok, right? Like there's, there's so <laughs> many narratives going on right now. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so kind of how I got started on TikTok, uh, it was about October of last year, actually. Um, I really fell into Gary V, listening to a lot of Gary V at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there wasn't a single video of his at that time where he wasn't calling you some sort of name for not being on TikTok. Right. So eventually I got tired. I was like, all right, Gary V, like I'm tired of you calling me these names. I'm going to hop on the platform just to see what happens. Um, at first, it didn't go as, w- as well as I expected it. I saw a lot of people around me start to blow up, um, but I just couldn't get the, uh, the feel for the, uh, the, uh, the app. Um, I was trying to do things that everybody else was doing, you know, the dancing, the singing, the lip singing, all that stuff. Um, but it wasn't me. So I, I feel like you could see that in the camera. You could see that in the videos. And so people, you know, just, you know, they weren't interested. And it wasn't until I kind of shifted the narrative and started focusing more on the things that I and actually legitimately like to do that kind of started uh, to build a little bit of uh, of momentum with my account. Check this out, dude. You're a Gary Vee fan. I did this for no, Gary Vee. like you never seen YouTube before. Content galore. Like, man, he came out of nowhere at all. Started making videos more than before. Why live here, of course. Empathy wasn't a thought yet. Our main media. Oh. Dude, I did a parody after uh, <laughs> for Gary Vee. Awesome. He, he's one of the main influencers for me that, that I got into the whole podcast space. Because just like you were talking about TikTok, where he's calling everybody a name for not being on TikTok, I felt the same way when he was saying, you better have, you're in business, you got to have a podcast. And then mm. every other word in the book. Right. So I, I feel you. I understand that. But you did something that most people don't do. What I talk about in that song, right, is I go 90 percent of those podcasters out there aren't as consistent as I am. You started doing consistency. You said you tried this, you tried this, you tried this. Most people try, 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 quit. I wouldn't even say try, try, try. They try and quit. You kept going. Yeah. And, and, and it, it is difficult. You know, you put yourself in those in those in that position you know, having gone through it, for me, it took about two months. Um, and this was going on a platform where you could get a million followers in two weeks. And I was like, I was like, where's mine? Like, where's my piece of the pie? What am I doing wrong here? You know? Um, but it really came down to me trying to fit what was already there instead of me trying to embrace like who I was and what I actually wanted to do just Mm -hmm. because of what I thought was going to go viral at that time. Isn't it funny how that works out? Like I've been doing that and I still, 
am victim of that. I still have a, this whole idea of, you know, oh, I'm going to put something out. And then I start thinking about it. I'm like, well, that's not really trendy. When I notice that most people, when they're successful, are true to themselves. They're just yeah. who they are, right? And uh, and I guess maybe maybe I haven't found my mojo other than doing on this this whole podcast thing. I, haven't, I don't feel like I've had a mojo to be able to do – TikToks effectively because dude my average I my average views is like 150 views or something like that on my TikTok <laughs> it's, it's horrible uh and and as such I haven't been as consistent as posting on TikTok like maybe I have on my Facebook or my Instagram and those uh those just based on the consistency is, has been growing but my TikTok is flat so what did you finally figure out to get your TikTok rolling so what I quickly found out was that Content that was made on other platforms for other platforms will not perform well on TikTok. Like TikTok, you know, obviously TikTok wants to hold the user within its app, within its like walls, right? As long as possible. So TikTok actually rewards creators that create their content on the app. So anything that's like imported, TikTok can tell that it's been imported and it won't give you the same reach that it gives um, a piece of content that was created within the app. So that was a, a very key component, especially that I noticed for a lot of people that were already had uh, platforms and already had audiences on other platforms. They were struggling to make a, make any sort of noise on TikTok. And it's because they all kept doing the same thing. They all kept wanting to import their content and it just, it just wasn't working. So um, that's something that I really found useful was stay, stay away from imported content. Make and, your and own stuff. Yeah, exactly. Create everything within the within the app. All the edits, everything. Um, TikTok obviously likes you being in their in their app using their features, so they'll reward you for doing so. So if you make your own content, you're talking about using their stuff, right? Yep. Like like you're talking about using their filters. You're talking about using their little timer. And I've seen some creative stuff on TikTok. When you when you when you have the tip of, of you know like making your own making tech, uh, content directly on TikTok, is there like a, a formula that that you're using at all when you're creating content? Like is it is it? Uh, I, I see a lot of this on my feed and and. Uh, we'll get back to what I see on my feed anyways, but I always see like, you know, image from this angle, image from this angle, <laughs> image from this angle, image from this angle. Yeah. So I was actually one of the first people to incorporate kind of like business uh, content really on TikTok the way that you see it today. Um, Cause this was October of, of last year. So there like, I remember I could post any video at all. And usually get like, once I got the hang of it and usually get like 200 to a million views, like no problem whatsoever. Obviously now it's a little bit harder to do that. But, um, the way that I teach people how to, how to do well on TikTok is for people that are want to teach or people that have, that want to tell stories or people that want to, um, sell something eventually people that do the, all the edits and all the crazy stuff. Like that's, that's their skill. You know, they're good at editing. So that's why they, they get the attention that they get on that. What I'm telling uh, people to do as far as recording their content on TikTok, that's beneficial if if it's not something that's supposed to be visually stimulating to begin with. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, <clears throat> I see a guy that's on TikTok and, and he's one of the guys I follow and he breaks down things like, uh, why should you use a, you know, wh why use an LLC? And then he, he breaks down and, and it's just on a piece of paper. Like literally he has a notepad and yeah. he just puts little arrows on, you know, tax free or pass through entity or whatever it is that he's talking about when it comes to business. 
but it grabs my attention. It's one simple concept, just what? one little simple concept that he breaks down and then boom, he tells it to me in, in an orderly fashion. And I'm like, Ooh, that was interesting. What else does he got? And I go on to the <laughs> exactly. next one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, so teach or tell stories, keep it short, keep it simple. Yeah. Always, always. You never, ever, ever want to drag anything out. You want to be quick with your information and you want to deliver it in short little sentences. I mean, like 10 words maximum is what is what I call a snippet, right? It's one sentence is one bit of information. And then you stop the recording there. And then your next sentence should be a, another recording. What I've, what I've learned is that when it's chopped up like that, it actually makes it easier for the audience to like follow and comprehend what's being said instead of it all being one fluid sentence chops and breaks in your, in your content is, is really beneficial. So when you, when you talk about breaking it up and, and using snippets, you're not talking about, uh, like a whole new TikTok video. You're talking about like the scene might be a 60 second scene, but each, um, I guess every time you hold the button to record or every time you hit the record button, that's what you're talking about. A 10 word segment. Exactly. Exactly. So Let's say you're an average piece of content, right, on TikTok should last anywhere between 30 to 45 seconds. That's usually the kind of area that you want to stick in. But within that 45 second window, you're going to have, you know, 10 different micro segments that each last, you know, three seconds. And then this one lasts seven seconds. And then this one lasts four seconds to that, that makes up the entire video. You want to deliver your information kind of choppy in that way. It's 10 word micro segments. That kind of makes sense. That gives me at least as a creator, a little bit of a guideline, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, because again, like some, I know personally I've suffered from this less now that we've been doing podcasting for a few years now, but I, I know I would suffer from you. You have this idea, you have this concept and then you pull out the phone and you hit the record button and nothing comes out. Like you just get kind of stuck. What kind of like, uh, I guess, pregame or prep do you have when you have an idea and a concept? Do you just like just go at it or do you actually prepare your your content pieces that you're creating? Yeah. So what I do and that because that happens to me a lot, too. I know there's a lot of people out there that have that just natural ability of like pulling out their camera and just killing it. You know, Gary Vee, for example, he could do that. But there's a lot of people out there that don't have that same natural ability, especially when you're first getting started. So what helped me a lot was when I got an idea, I would write it down. I would I, I had a Trello board. It allowed me to organize my ideas. Um, it, and it usually came when I was like reading a book or listening to a podcast or something like that, where I was like, oh, that that would be cool to to put in a in a TikTok in a TikTok uh, format. And so I would I would uh, write down the uh, the idea, and then I would go back when I'm ready to post that piece of content. I would go back to that idea and break it down even further. So I would break down each each micro segment, right, that we were just talking about. I would break down what do I want to say in that micro segment so that all of my words are being used wisely, my, my information is being delivered concisely and clearly. Hmm. All right. So we're going to post content. We've, we've decided, uh, we've had a couple ideas, right? Uh, we've, uh, we've written them down. I don't know if everybody uses a Trello or whatever you're going to use, uh, whatever. Slack yeah. or I don't know. There's all kinds of different ones that you can use, but anyways, uh, you have a nice little management system and kind of keeps track of things. So, uh, so you have an idea, you break it down, you create your micro segments, you go ahead and record it. Now we're going to post, right? Do I tag people? Do I use hashtags? What am I what what is the value or what information do I need to put in my post to kind of bring the most attention to my to my segment? Okay, so 
TikTok's algorithm is really, 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 really good. Like that's something that they got going for them. And it's almost why they're getting in so much trouble is because their algorithm is ridiculously good. So their algorithm will take a lot of things um, into factor as far as like where they're going to push out any particular piece of content. Um, they're really good at listening to what you're saying at the words, the audio part of your video and using that to put it into context. They're really good at that. Um, they'll also use um, certain like visual factors. So like if they if there's like writing on the on the video and the algorithm can can see what that word is, it'll put it into context as far as like where we're gonna push it out. So like if you're if you're trying to teach something, it's actually super beneficial to put the the sticker, you know, and almost use it as like SEO. So like mm -hmm. put a, a keyword and in, in the video itself, uh, marketing, sales, uh, biz, uh, business, uh, whatever whatever you're you're trying to portray out there. Um, make sure that you drop that word a lot in your script, right? What, what you're saying, because the the algorithm will pick it up and be like, ah, this this video is about this thing. So let's push it out to people that are already paying attention to this type of content. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Uh, and I'm putting this on the screen uh because it's it's valuable right that's a that's another that's a that's one great tip that you have right here you normally have a, a business another bro over here that's doing this as we go along so i get to do it by myself but that's that's super important and i should say etc at the end that's, that's what happens when you do it by yourself etc <laughs> right but uh that that's super important right there because when you talk about SEO and, and a lot of times we've, we've thought about SEO more along the lines of Google, right? We create, you know, blogs or we create uh, individual posts or show notes or whatever. And all that kind of circulates out there on the internet and Google kind of pulls it all together. But what you're saying here is think of your entire post Mm -hmm. as a piece of content, not just the wording you put on the side. Cause I know for me personally, I was like, I'm not even going to waste my time. I'm going to either tag somebody who's in that thing, or I'm going to use a bunch of hashtags on there. And that's, that should give me the good exposure. But what you're saying takes it a step further. And, and this is a little bit different. Your entire post is your SEO. You're not just yeah. what you're putting in the comment section, but the stickers that you're using, what you're actually saying that TikTok is picking up all those different things. And then that's, what's going to help you push to, uh, to the audience that you want to get pushed to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How, TikTok's algorithm is scary. Good. Dude, that's, that's dope though. How, how important is it to get, uh, likes and comments though? Like, I mean, there's one thing to get a lot of views, right? And that's kind of cool. The metrics, uh, you know, that the vanity metrics are awesome on TikTok cause you do get a lot of views. Uh, but what about the, what about the likes? What about the comments? How does that affect, uh, how does that affect what you're doing? Are you, should be, should you be shooting for that? Yeah. So TikTok in that regard, um, is kind of different than every other social media platform. Uh, so likes and comments don't really factor anything when it comes to the algorithm and how it's going to rank any individual piece of content. Uh, TikTok's biggest, biggest factor when it comes to their algorithm is how long did the average person stay on your video, mm. right? So the best way to explain it is uh, completion percentage is the most important factor that can go into anything that you're making. Now, you have to be really careful with that because with that being said, a lot of people think that, well, I'm going to create a 15-second video and because it's, it's, it's shorter in theory, right, it, it, should, it should be able to hold uh, people's attention a lot longer which sounds true, except that, okay, so this is going to be a little hard to, to articulate. So just try to follow, follow, follow along here. <laughs> so if you got 10, 10 seconds out of a 15 second video, mm -hmm. right? 
And then let, let's just compare that to another video that got 10 seconds out of a 20 second video, right? Um, the video that got 10 out of 20 might actually perform better. It, 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 it's, it's very weird the way that it works, but um, TikTok's algorithm, what, what it really is looking for is just how long did people stay for your video? And it comes down to like a percentage, a percentage wise. Mm. Um, and it's very, it's very, it's very intricate and complex. The best way that I can, I can describe is, um, just try to stick between 30 to 45 seconds because in terms of percentages and in terms of how long the average person sticks around for any piece of content on TikTok, that's where you're going to have the best. That's the, the best, sweet uh, spot. Yeah. That's the sweet spot. Exactly. 30 to 45 seconds. Well, let, let, let me dig a little bit deeper on that on on that aspect because I see people on TikTok do that a lot. Like, dude, check this out. Watch. I'm going to show you this. Like, come here. Follow me. Watch. Check this out. I'm going to show you. Watch. Look, I'm going to lift this up and then something's going to be under here, blah, 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 blah. And, and the whole time you're like, what the hell is he doing? What the hell is he doing? What's he going to look at? What's he going to look at? And then finally you look and you're like, oh, that was whack. And you keep going. But in terms of the algorithm, that was great because that person got you to watch that video almost the whole way through or yeah. all the, the whole way through. That's what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. what it is. Yeah. And, and that, that's the only metric that TikTok really, really cares about. Shares, likes, comments, all that stuff that doesn't really factor into the algorithm at all. Oh, well, you know, and, and here's the thing about the shares too, is I, I don't think it's, it's not a platform that is easily shareable, right? Like, like, uh, what I hear a lot is, Hey, I saw this TikTok that, right. And I have to go to that person's phone almost and look up the stuff that they gave a heart to and be like, hey, this is the TikTok I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I've noticed is people are starting to use TikTok. My wife, for example, uh, uses TikTok, uh, almost like uh, like looking for instructions on YouTube, right? So before I would it'd be like oh, how to make an, an apple pie and we go to, you know, Google and you type how to make an apple pie, it gives you uh, like a recipe. You go, to, you go to YouTube, how to make an apple pie, it gives you like a seven minute video on how to make an apple pie. But you can do the same thing on TikTok and now it's a 60 second instruction on how to make an apple pie, right? And, and you know, all the, I, I've seen more and more people use uh, TikTok for that sort of thing because of what you, we what we mentioned in one of our previous examples here to teach and to and to uh, to show people how to do things. Uh, is it better for me to have content that is instructing, or is it better for me to have content that is uh, pulling people towards the end? Like you know, come follow me. Watch. Look. Look at what I'm going to do. What kind yeah. of content do you think uh, tends to work best, or what kind of content works best for you? Well, I, I think that comes down to like, what is your, what is your objective with the app, right? Like, what are you, what are you trying to, what is your ultimate goal? Um, because both ways can work, you know? Um, if, if you're constantly teaching stuff, you're putting a message out, out there, eventually people are, you're, you know, you're, you're going to be attracting your tribe. So eventually your following is going to grow that way. Um, you, you're not going to have that initial, that same initial uh, massive growth that, you know, a, a lot of these other accounts may have because when you're teaching or when you're doing something along those lines, it tends to be very niche, you know, it tends to be mm -hmm. kind of along one thing as far as like people that are doing content that's like stick, stick until the end is more geared towards like entertainment type of, uh, of content, you know, 
Um, there's only there's only so much stick to the end you can do when you're trying to teach something, you know, that's absolutely true. Well, then let's move into, you know, when you're, you're speaking about intent, let's move into what the intent actually is. There are some people who are trying to uh, become famous. And I, I like that aspect of it. I am definitely uh, drinking that Kool-Aid, right? The whole fame okay. part. But the other part is is the revenue, right? So it's one thing to have. And, and I talk to this uh, with my students a lot. It's one thing to sit there and say, oh, cool. Look at my video count. This one's got a million. This one's got 300,000. My, you know, I'm, I have 10,000 followers, 20,000, hundred thousand followers. It's great. And then my next question is, well, what happens with that? Are you making any money off that? That's always the question that comes next. And part of it has to do with, you know, is TikTok paying people out for, for creating content? That's one. But the other one, which is more important and more uh, accessible to people is how do I convert my following into paid customers? Yeah. Okay. So there was kind of two questions in there. So, there was kind of two questions. Let's start with the first one about uh, is the attention pain? Yeah. Okay. So it really depends, again, like what, what your attention is going into the app, right? So if you eventually want to sell something, if you have the intention of selling something, you're definitely better off teaching, right? Because there's no better way to sell something than by teaching it first, right? And then mm -hmm. you start attracting your tribe people that are very like-minded to you and like what you're, what you're teaching eventually come to you. Those people will buy from you eventually, right? Because they're, they're following you for that purpose. Um, but if you go into TikTok, just looking for those vanity metrics, right? You want massive followers. So you do the stuff that's going to gain a lot of views and, but it's not necessarily the, the, the right views, right? So that's really where intent is very, very key. And it, and it really goes into like sticking to what you want to do. Right. Don't just don't just put content out there. That's you know, you start off by being educational. You start off because that's what you want to do. But you fall into this trap of like, I'm not getting views. You start comparing yourself to everybody else who's doing, you know, ridiculous things to get views. And you're like, well, maybe if I try that, I'll, I'll get the views. And they get sucked into this like instant gratification of like they have all these followers. And now when it comes to selling them something, they can't because they're not actually interested. Right. Mm, you so have really, that magic time. Yeah, exactly. So it really is like what you were saying with like consistency is so key, especially if you eventually want to sell something or eventually you want to monetize the audience that you're that you're capturing. Like you have to do it consistently over and over and over. And you're not going to have that same initial massive push, but it's going to be faster on TikTok than it is on any other social media platform. So that's really that's really where you win there. All right. So how about, how about getting them off that platform and to maybe, uh, grabbing their emails or grabbing their phone numbers or grabbing that sort of information. So how do we convert? How do, or do you even have a strategy for this at all? Um, I developed a huge following on TikTok. How can I maybe move that following over and help me grow my YouTube page or maybe help me grow my Instagram page or maybe send them to a landing page where I collect their emails and, and stuff? Yeah. So if you want to transfer um, audience, um, I had a client recently who went in one night, went from 4,000 Instagram followers to 120,000 Instagram followers in one night, simply because all we were really doing, we put out, we, we, we said we were going to put out three videos that day on his TikTok account that were going to be specifically and kind of designed to move his audience over. Um, and so we put out the three pieces of content. They were regular pieces of content, things that people already expect from him. Um, but at the end of the video, he put a small call to action and he was like, um, the more in-depth version of this exact same video is on my Instagram. 
go 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 watch it if you want to know more. Um, mm. but videos themselves did pretty well on TikTok, so they got a lot of views, and so a lot of those followers did end up going over um to his Instagram where he put a more in-depth version of that video. Um, and so being able to transfer audiences is fairly easy. You just have to make sure you're not sacrificing a piece of content just because you want your audience to do something. So like if you want if you want to put a call to action in a video for your audience to do something, make sure that that piece of content is educational first, provide value first, and then ask something from your audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense because uh, otherwise they're going to give you the finger and just keep scrolling, literally exactly. give you the finger, right? The, the finger scroll. Uh, but okay, so so uh, you got them to move over to the other platforms and that's a huge plus because uh, we have issues going on today uh, like we, we kind of hinted at the very beginning of the show where uh, TikTok gets into some trouble uh, and the most recent update I heard was that a judge banned the uh, executive order for for banning TikTok uh, in the country based on on who ends up buying them, uh, and that kind of it, you know the whole thought of not being able to post a TikTok when you've put in that much work to build an audience, mm -hmm. it kind of gets scary. What are you hearing in the TikTok world as far as uh, that sort of situation? As as far as you know, who's going to buy it? What's going to happen? What's the future hold? Yeah, well, like pretty much everything else in the world, there's like a very split decision. You're either a firm believer that it's going to stay and there's no, no, nothing to worry about, or you're a firm believer that it's the end and you need to hop on another platform and there's nothing to do about it. Um, that there, there, there is no in-between. Um, I personally think TikTok is fine. I do think it's going to be okay. Um, but, you know. But who uh, knows? Exactly. You know, and the, the ban and then the ban for the ban, and then all of a sudden they want this, and then uh, this company came in and want this percentage, and it's like, what is even happening anymore? You know, like <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody knows. I mean, I guess, I guess that's the real truth of the answer is nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, and and you know, you're you're right. There's there's both sides of the table. People are worried in in either way. Uh, well, tell me a little bit about your your company. What what is it? What is MogulInfo.com? What what do we find there if we go there and and uh, and you know what kind of information do we get? Yeah, so Mogul Info is a brand, uh, personal brand accelerating program. Um, so basically what we do is we leverage all of the most beneficial social media networks um, at any given moment. And right now it just happens to be TikTok. We also leverage LinkedIn, Instagram, um, anything that's relevant to you. And we help explode your personal brand, help explode your presence online. Um, and, which, and then we'll um, deliver a sales funnel for you once we've established that brand for you. So that any traffic that you've been building, you've been hyping up, any anything, any product, any offer that you want to launch, you can dump them into the sales funnel and uh, and get started with your business. So, Jesus, I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate here because I get a lot of uh, DMs, whether it's in LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever, saying, "Dude, we can promote your stuff. We'll give you ten thousand followers in the next day." Like, <laughs> I'm scared of that, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love the number just for the vanity metrics. But what does it matter if I have ten thousand followers if I put a post and three people comment, right? It doesn't. It doesn't bring the same value. Uh, what makes you different from those guys? Uh, so yeah, so those guys are just going to spam you with a bunch of robots and a bunch of uh, of fake followers. So you will definitely want to stay away from anyone who's offering you ten thousand followers um, overnight or anything like that. Um, but so we don't, we don't worry about vanity metrics, right? 
So we we worry about the long-term play of establishing a personal brand online. We understand that it's a long-term play. Um, so we help you build that out, but we also offer what you know what you can call short-term solutions to get you instant results for that long-term plan. So that you're not you're not launching this personal brand and waiting for it to monetize. So we're very aggressive in uh, when we initially start anyone's campaign to make sure that we're not buying followers or anything like that. But you're we're not interested in in vanity metrics. We're interested in delivering uh, your your money back. You know, mm-hmm. so that's how that's what we'll do. So if you have a high ticket offer, or if you have a coaching, you know, if you have anything that's high ticket, pretty much, um, we'll help you establish your brand online. Um, and will help you generate leads for that thing. So, and what do you value the high ticket at? Are we talking five hundred bucks, thousand bucks, ten thousand dollars? What's a high ticket item where where it would bring enough value for that? Yeah. So th- this is for anyone based on the results that we've had. Anyone that has an offer of three thousand dollars or more, um, whether that be monthly or one time, um, those those type of clients usually have the best results with us. Awesome, dude. All right, uh, real quick, uh, we're we're running uh, low on time here. Uh, can you tell uh, for our listening audience how do you get a hold of you, and what's the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah, so it's uh, the social media handle is at Real Jesus Corona, and that'll be on Instagram and on TikTok. And the best way to contact me is if you send me a DM on Instagram. So I'm usually responsive there. So. Surprise, surprise, a social media <laughs> guy answering a DM. All right, now, now I got to ask a funny uh, personal question. Uh, Jesus Corona. Yeah. How much crap did you get for Corona? And then your name is Jesus of all things, right? <laughs> you know it. How, how, how did that work out for you the last six months? Yeah, so it's interesting because I've spent my whole life dealing with, you know, the, the, the first name issues. Yeah. Um, but now the last six months, everyone's been giving me crap about uh, the, the, the last name. So it, it's an interesting uh, perspective <laughs> on life. <laughs> oh, man, dude. I can imagine how much uh, how much uh, shit you get from all your friends, dude. I mean, gosh, it never, it'll never it never end, dude. It'll never end. Oh, well. But, but you know what? You know what, though? I mean, you're getting the attention, right? So yeah, regardless of right. what happens, when they hear the name Jesus or Corona, you're the first one that pops <laughs> into their head, right? And if you're in marketing and business, that's exactly exactly what we're looking for so you know kudos to your parents they knew they knew before they even knew they made me seo friendly yay exactly exactly all right asus hey man thank you very much for coming on the program today really appreciate you taking the time and sharing all that information thank you for having me on it was uh it was fun thank you cool man all right ladies and gents uh so we got this special show the one o'clock episode we got another one for you later on tonight at 4 p.m so we'll catch you guys on the flip side peace and we're out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the Business Bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the Insurance Bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.